Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 121 of your favourite Formula 1 show. Knowing Wheel is back this week out, we're back to a bit of normality of course. We did an F1 Iceberg video uh, last week, but today we return looking towards the antics for the Austrian GP in our second sprint weekend? or third? It is the second one. Second sprint weekend of the year. I'm joined, as always, by our good friend Jamie183, who apparently has gone back to 2022 tradition of moving house uh, for each podcast. Every week, yeah. Yeah, so this is my final recording in this humble abode, and I'll be in a new place next week. MTV uh, Crib Tour, and then I'll be, in, I'll be in another new place about a month later, because uh, I'm only in Wildly. this new flat for a month. Wildly. So, <laughs> fun time. Well... I mean, as well, we have got very, very exciting news. At some <laughs> point next month, Stay Jamie, Jamie and I are going to be doing a podcast together in, live, the, same in the same room, same room. live, which is going to be a disaster. And we haven't, we haven't seen each other in the same room in about five years. I don't think we've so. ever been in the same room. Well, technically room. it wasn't a room. It was no, the outside. Spa Francorchamps. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've never been in a room together. That's a really odd way That's to start the really show. a really weird way to start. Everyone's going to switch off now. But I don't blame them. Yeah, we're here to talk about Austria anyway, which is a sprint we weekend. Are. We are, uh, yes. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, of course. Uh, the sprint weekend last year from Austria, it, it, it was a decent weekend, wasn't it? So it still seems like Formula 1... Are very much trying to throw sprint weekends at different venues and seeing what sticks. Um, but yeah, Austria last year, it was, it was a decent weekend. I think kind of what seems to be a cementing factor of a decent sprint weekend is if a different driver wins the sprint to the actual Grand Prix. But mm. then again, that happened in all of the ones in 2021, didn't it? Yeah, it did it. Yeah, I'm yes. pretty sure it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Max crazy. and Lewis, um, yeah, Bottas and Ricardo, Verstappen and, and Lewis. Yeah, wow. Wow. And uh, 2023, obviously, so far. Did Perez win in Baku? I think Perez yes. won the sprint in Baku. Yep. And then he won both. He also won the race, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. So, will we see different winners? Probably not, to be perfectly honest. But we shall see. Well, we'll get our predictions in later. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, we will. Um, but yeah, we obviously had uh, Ferrari. Was it their most recent win last year? No, no Science won Science, the week after, didn't yeah. he? That's mental. To say they had a car capable of winning races often last year, that they won their last race of the season in July. <laughs> well, it was the famous quote, wasn't it, from Mattia Bonotto saying, I don't see race. any reason why we don't win every race in the second half of the year, and then they didn't win a... Even Mercedes won a race. Mercedes have won a race more recently than Ferrari, Indeed. which is still wild to think about. Yes. Uh, but Charles Leclerc was the winner last year, which uh, he obviously hasn't won since, so he'll be hoping to get back to it. But it has been a historic, very good track for Max Verstappen and Red Bull. Even in the non-Red Bull era, he was good at winning races here. Yes, that also being said, though, the track design did suit their old car philosophy, didn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now it feels a lot more like the current Red Bull is a bit more like the dominant Mercedes. Uh, from mm. I mean, they're both dominant cars, but of course, very, very good top-end speed. Uh, but I guess the real big thing always, isn't it, uh, the Red Bull ring, is the high altitude. Yeah, it's pretty high. Not as high as Mexico, but I think it's second, isn't it? It's um, second, yeah, overall. Track I've been to, as Brazil. Which is good. Both of us have been to. Yeah. You almost saw Julian Palmer score a point. I did. He came uh, 11th again. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Max Verstappen overtake Charles Leclerc in a very unfair way, but got away with it, so we move. And then, yeah, didn't get on the track because we had a friend crying about Ferrari losing the race. 
So that was fun times. <laughs> but less about that and more about 2023. And we, of course, have the sprint race. So we got what? Same as Baku format, we got a qualifying session on Friday, a sprint race Saturday morning. No, um, it's a qualifying, no, session, qualifying Friday, session a qualifying session Saturday, yes. a sprint race, and then the real race Sunday. Yeah, which I think we've discussed it at Baku. I prefer this format to the old one just because the sprints are completely separated from the Grand Prix, which means people actually will risk things in the sprint race if they're battling for 7th, 8th, ninth, for instance. Just because if it's George Russell and Max Verstappen. You've got nothing to lose because it doesn't affect your grid position. So I think it's a good good thing. Uh, but yeah, any any more news? I guess we can go over that real quick. Uh, from the week, we only recorded a few days ago, so there, but there is a little bit to go over, including Hollywood's very own Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney have bought a stake in Alpine, which it was a bit out of nowhere. Didn't really see it coming. Um, but yeah, they've obviously got an investment group, which famously owned Wrexham Football Club. Um, and now they go on. I'll let you have your rant. I'll let you have your well, rant. I'm not even gonna. I, I just support a team in that were in the same division as Wrexham, and they absolutely bankrolled it last year and won the league by only by a couple of points. But there was another team with them. Um, but yeah, what was the gap between second and third? Uh, so Wrexham finished on 106. Knotts County were on 103, which both of them broke the previous record for the most points. Uh, and then third place was 30 points behind. So oh. in, a, in a, a football terms, that's like 30 points would usually separate about 10 or 12 Well, that, that's like winning a Formula One World Championship by 250 like, points, 250 isn't it? Points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is quite ridiculous. But uh, yeah, they basically ruined the National League. So, but obviously in F1, they can't just bankroll it because everyone's got 140 million pounds or dollars, sorry. So we shall see if it makes a difference. I don't know why Alpine need the investment, but... I guess if someone comes is, along who's going yeah. to get a lot of PR, you might as well. This is what I couldn't work out with it, because at the end of the day, we, we still seem to be asking this question, aren't we? Are Alpine a factory team or not? Like, what's going on? <laughs> They're just really weird, aren't they? <laughs> They're so bizarre. I feel like we say this every other week at the moment, but it's such a weird organisation, the way it's structured. Um, yeah, you know, the, the, the fact of the matter is, that team should be winning races. Every other engine supplier in Formula One can win races, or has yeah. won has won a race in the last twelve months, apart from Alpine. They've won like, one in the last twenty four months. Yeah, but that's not the By same. Complete fluke. But there exactly, we go. <laughs> exactly. Like it just is. What's going on? I mean, we we spoke about this even last week from twenty years ago. Yeah. What goes on at Renault and Alpine that they kind of just constantly want to just half dip their foot in the pool? Yeah, every every so often, every three or four years, they just decide they want to quit the sport, and then they don't, and it's like, okay, you're still here. Like when they basically, you remember we spoke about in the first iceberg a while back, where the the, the changing brake bias automatically, which yes. turned out to be a driver aid, and then they they got disqualified from one race, and then said, oh, we've been doing this for five years. It's like, what what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. But I mean. This is probably a good thing for them. I mean, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney obviously bring a lot of attention, uh, as they have done with Wrexham. Obviously, they've got like massive sponsorship from America. They've got a documentary about them. Um, we shall see if that happens for Alpine as well. That'd be quite interesting. Oh, it'd um, just be French everywhere. It would just be awful, but it'd be good. It'd be entertainment, that's for sure. Um, I mean, why Alpine? Yeah, yeah. Because surely, if I was going to buy a stake in any team right now, 
I'd probably realistically because you're obviously not going to buy into Red Bull or Mercedes because they probably don't need it. Well, you can immediately cancel out, can't you? Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari. You sh- yeah. you would have thought you could have cancelled out Alpine in yeah. that as well. Yeah, and I out guess rest, McLaren. Out of the rest, I would probably go Williams because you've got the best storyline there. If it works, if it otherwise, works out, if yeah. otherwise you're again, you're just another investment group that's coming to Williams and not brought it off the rear of the field. Yeah. I, if I mean the thing is, and I know I've said this before so many times as well, I would have gone Haas. Interesting. You've got Gunther Steiner so already, American. who is a character, but why don't Haas? I mean, why aren't they still steering into that American? stereotype the like the dream. most the <laughs> most american thing i've still seen about Haas was uh what's it conor mcgregor at the monaco grand prix last year and he's not even oh, american yeah. yeah i'm supporting my boys down at Haas. i think they're gonna win i can't do a conor mcgregor impression no you really the can't point still stands yeah yeah it's it's a strange decision from them but i mean people would have said the same when they bought Wrexham instead of a team in the premier league or in the championship for instance but fair play all parties are probably football happy with is it. different isn't it yeah yeah yeah, but like, uh, we'll see if it works out. The thing is, as well, and I always wonder this. Like, I mean, you, you obviously you like Pierre Gasly. You're a Pierre mm-hmm. Gasly fan, but I would never associate you as an Alpine fan. No, because there's nothing to support there. Like, would... apart from, like, especially now, unless you are French, does <laughs> anyone support Alpine? And I mean that in the nicest way possible. But does anyone back? If you them? support Alpine, let us know. And, Please uh, do, and let us know why. And yeah, why outside <laughs> of supporting the drivers? Because I think there's and things if to you like are about French, both drivers. Put the comment in French. Yes, please. Please, I speak fluent, so do it. That's you, you didn't even say I speak fluent in a fluent <laughs> voice, to be honest. But yeah, <laughs> I was going to try and say that in French, and I just completely blanked on any words. <laughs> I can't. I can't speak French, but I will Google Translate it for you. How about that? Yes, we will put it through Google <laughs> Translate and get very confused uh, when people are calling us French swear words because we diss their beloved Alpine. I mean, yeah. it still feels a little bit, doesn't it? Like, was it Ligier back in the day, wasn't it? That were basically French government-owned. Or well, Renault are government-owned in the French. They're government-funded. Yeah, So yeah, a lot of big French companies yeah. are. I mean, it's just yeah. how France works, isn't it? I mean, I'd, I'd, again, going back to football, it's like, Killing Mbappe, in it? Like, why is the president yeah. getting involved in that? Yeah, and, and Mbappe owns PSG because they were so desperate to keep him. Yeah, so, madness. Absolute yeah. madness. Yeah. So there we'll we go. It won't be long before Pierre Gasly owns Alpine. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Next bit of, uh, well, slight news. I don't, I don't know anything about this, but you seem to have seen an article saying Williams have. Oh, I don't know. You tell us about it. What's happened, Williams? So, Williams, of course, we, you know, we, we've heard a few rumours and rumblings before, haven't we? James Viles obviously famously came out saying a few months back uh, that some of the computer hardware down at Williams was from, like, 20 years ago. Funnily enough, back when they last legitimately won a Grand Prix. Um, <laughs> now, of course, they was inside have... Job. It was. Um, they have now allegedly wrote to the FIA looking for confirmation that they should be allowed to go over the budget cap because apparently they reckon they've got the money. Now, the big talk at the moment, of course, is, for a lot of people, you know, the budget cap has brought the field closer together, but is that really just the regulations that have brought the cars closer together? Mm. What Williams are basically arguing now, of course, is it's all well and good, everyone having $140 million to spend, 
But Ferrari, Mercedes, Red Bull have all still got in the region of $300 million worth of kit that they can use. So that, of course, is better manufacturing processes, even better Aston machinery. Martin. Even yeah, Aston Martin now, of course, have very much gone that way as well. So what Williams, I think, are trying to argue at the moment is, of course, you know, they want to try and make their own investments, you know, bring Williams back into the fray a bit more. But how is the budget cap still fair if those teams are able to do a lot of things cheaper and more effectively because yeah. they already spent the money beforehand? And, of course, they've also then gone, well, of course they signed this budget cap because, of course, now they don't have to... They're not worried about the smaller teams yeah. still doing better than them. They're just worried about each other still, which, of course, is what's happened. Yeah, because Williams and the likes of the smaller teams without all the infrastructure is going to be ca- forever playing catch-up because they need 140 mil to run the team, which lives in nothing, yeah. to build anything up infrastructure To get closer. They can, yeah. they can get this close now because there's a budget cap in place, but they can't actually get yeah. to them and, uh, I unless they get lucky. Stroll- when Lawrence Stroll took over what was Racing Point at the time, they basically... Well, it was Force India or, at the time. Yeah, it was Force India, wasn't it? But they basically <laughs> rushed through building a massive new factory with billions of pounds because they knew the budget cap was on the way, which, looking back, was a very smart investment. Because So far. There's no way you could do that now because you're using your budget cap money to run the team. And actually, yeah, investing the money before the budget cap, building up your factories, building up your processes, your infrastructure... And now he's reaping the rewards. Certainly, twenty twenty three. We have to wait and really seen, remain to be seen if it's a flash in the pan or not. But um, yeah, I do feel for the teams without all those factories and infrastructures because where do they like building a factory, a whole like a brand new factory costs probably more than one hundred and forty mil itself. So oh, you've almost got to, you've got to take a year out of the sport if you want to stay yeah. under the budget cap <laughs> to build a new factory, which is not really the point of the budget cap. And I mean, of course, so. that's all well and good as well, hypothetically. And I know, obviously, we always kind of discount AlphaTauri from this because they're a weird little team anyway. But, you know, your hat is... I was about to say your Alfa Romeo's, but of course that won't happen anymore because obviously they got the Audi money. Hass? Hass, apparently. Well, yeah, Hass and... Well, apparently Williams have now obviously got the money to do these upgrades. Yeah. Where, like, where's that money going to come from for Haas? Which now really worries me that it's basically just Haas that we're worried about. Well, money grants um, are very rich. They're a task. Yeah, sponsor. but they're not going to give them hundreds of millions, are no, they? probably not. For the no. sake of it. Like, a lot of it, I'm sure, is still coming from Kevin and Nico's personal sponsors as well. I'm sure they still bring a fair old wad of cash with them. Um, very, very, yeah. We, it, it does almost feel, in some ways, like the budget cap brings more problems and solutions because the budget cap would have been fantastic if teams had been given like homologated wind tunnels homologated yeah. software it's like in a video thing. game if you all start with the same resource and you're given 140 yeah. mil and said like right do what you, you can use with these this. facilities and you yeah. make an f1 team it would almost be like if the if fia owned all 10 factories exactly but, and then they exactly. just rotate each year and this is obviously again the weird thing, of course, because that's not what Formula One has been about in the no. past. You know, so, so Formula One was sport, always ultimately. It, well, not even that, but of course, it was designed as a sport that would then <clears> put tech onto road cars in the future. Mm. And of course, now it's so far swung away from that and just about the entertainment 
you know, is is Formula One losing sight of itself, Jamie? This is the question <laughs> we we ask ourselves from has time to time. Has been since lap fifty-seven. Yeah, it has <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yes. Christian Horner, not a fan of Nick DeFries, We've learned. Yeah, what has got to be one of the most brutal yeah, news so articles. Funny. Much more brutal than this podcast, I'm afraid. Um, but for some reason, Helmut Marco keeps getting platforms to express his opinion, which um, I've always thought is wrong. It's just a bit weird, isn't it? It's like, what? Who keeps putting a microphone? He, I mean, he is one of those people that is like the Simpsons meme of senile old man yells at cloud. Yeah. Yeah. So this was literally today as we record this. Um, what was the quote? It was like, do you ever disagree on driver like driver appointments, I guess? Uh, referring to Howie Marco and Christian Horner. And he says, yes. The most recent one was Nick DeVries. And so far, Christian is being proven right. So yeah. not only has he Christian said that Christian Horner doesn't like Nick DeVries, or didn't want him in the car, he's now yeah. saying that Nick DeVries doesn't deserve to be in the car as well. <laughs> Which, to be fair, Jamie, who who kind of called that last year? Oh, I mean, we did. Us, exactly. Italy, we said Monza this last year. Yeah. It was the perfect storm for Nick DeVries. Indeed. And I get, of course, you know, there probably was an element for Red Bull of, well, let's just make a Dutch super team. If it comes to it and again it is that other thing as well and it's why you know we've we've banged on before that we want to see mercedes and ferrari bring a second team but ripple can do that like at the end of the day it's not going to affect alpha tarry long term is i mean they're now obviously with williams scoring that seventh place last weekend they are alpha tarry are now bottom and i mean unless I they get a really good race they could probably end won't up there. finish i don't think they'll finish bottom to be honest do you think they can overhaul six points they're Five on, points. Are they on one? They're on two. They're on two. I and mean, Williams it's a long now season. on seven. Like, Sonoda's been more consistent in terms of finishing position than Albon has been. It's just Albon's taken his opportunities a bit better. So, yeah, Williams, so yeah. Alpha Tari have a better general car. Yeah. Williams just have a car that is very strong, basically around straight. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I think, yeah, like you just said, Alpha Tari have a better car technically. But it depends to be seen. Can because you got to imagine it tracks like Monza and Spa. Alvin probably has a good chance of scoring again. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they do finish bottom. But did we call that? I think one of us. I think bottom. you called that in the preseason as yeah. well. Run it. Back. I think I still said Williams last, and you said AlphaTauri. Well, may, I hope they do come bottom then. There we go. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, <laughs> yes, just prove me right, please. But I mean, yeah, Nick Vries was always. It's kind of a low risk appointment, really, wasn't it? It was. It was never like this guy. Well, is seemingly the next. not as no risk as we thought. Yeah, yeah, but it was never like this guy's going to be the next Sebastian Vettel, Max Verstappen type. It was. Well, the thing is, again, stopgap. Like Red Bull, chin really. Like I think, with the exception of Max and Seb, they've never really thought that about a lot of the drivers. It's kind of you know a bit like Daniel Ricciardo when he got in, bless him. Obviously, very very talented driver, but I don't think. No, they lumped him into HRT to be. But they, with. I think Ricardo is probably the third best that they've had. Oh yeah, easily. But, I think it's a fairly and there were years. Top three. There were at least four or five years when people were marking Ricardo as the next champion. Like, yeah, he was highly rated and rightly so at the time. Obviously, it all fell apart recently, but it's unfair I've... to say that he's not been rated. I think for Stappen and Vettel, you could see were special, special drivers. The likes of Ricardo, think, Science. Yeah. I guess even Gasly to an extent, you can kind of see they're good, but they're not 
that top, top level. I would put Ricardo closer to seven max than I would to Sainz and Gasly in yeah, terms of skill. Ricardo was in the horrible position, of course, was, you know, he came into Red Bull Wrong and... Time, really. Well, no, he came into Red Bull at the perfect time. Mm. Got the jump on Seb, who clearly never, and we get it, a lot of people like Seb, never properly adjusted to the turbo hybrids. He could not drive with the Mm. torque that these cars provided. And, of course, Ricardo then was the next big thing. You know, he was going to be Red Bull's path back to the top in the same way Seb had been up against Mark Webber beforehand. You know, Ricardo was the future. And then, of course, a 17-year-old pops up. Yeah. And of course, and I think it was still unfair on Ricardo. And I, I know we've spoken about this before, but you know full well he left Red Bull because they weren't going to give him a chance to fight for a world championship. That team was now being completely sculptured around Max. Mm. And I think because Ricardo, and again, obviously he was going up against an 18 or a 19 year old, but the fact that he was still matching him as that team chemistry was shifting away from him Mm. he knew that was you know he was not doing anything wrong at that time but he was just being taken away from him and i think ricardo was absolutely the kind of driver that wasn't willing to put up with that yeah but also on the other hand i'm sure there's probably a part of him going you know if they ran an organization a bit more like mercedes where you know you You can like to Mm. you like to give stick towards hamilton having push over a teammate in bottas but there was very, very rarely times where, you know, it wasn't like the car was just set up for Lewis and things like that. Oh, yeah, not at all. You felt both drivers going into every season were given an equal shot. It was just Lewis was a better driver. Yeah, and even Hamilton Rosberg dynamic, you saw that was showed it more so because they were even, more Yeah, equal. exactly. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, you, you, Rosberg's um, definitely better than Bottas, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, it was more of a fight even though Hamilton was probably better over the course of three years, yes, they were definitely yeah. closer in talent than Hamilton and Bottas were. Yes, um, yeah, of course. But yeah, you, Ricardo probably got out at the right time. I can't remember how he got down his rabbit hole. I think it was Nick de Vries, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's probably... Talking about Red Bull sign-ins. He's probably not going to... He'll probably see out the season, but not much beyond that. And do actually, you still reckon speaking, he will, do you? Speaking of Ricardo, he might be the uh, the way back in. Alpha Tauri, well, who's the go full circle? Well, this is just what I was thinking. I, was, I almost said something really stupid then. Because I was going to say they may as well give him, up until the Belgian Grand Prix, let him do what is effectively his home race, and then drop him. But of course, we've got a Dutch Grand Prix now, yeah, that so that's be pointless. One race before um, his home race. Yeah, um, which would be even worse, you'd argue. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is such a weird thing, isn't it? Because let's be fair. We don't know who Red Bull, uh, who Red Bull are gonna, you know, whether Nick is gonna be able to get to the end of the year and then be done. Could they then instead do a system where, you know, Nick gets a few drives on weekends where Lawson hasn't got Super Formula, put him in the car, or do you then give Ricardo a couple of opportunities, let him race in Vegas, that sort of thing? <laughs> That'd be so dumb. It would uh, be absolutely wild. I think, if I'm honest, if I had to call it right now, I think De Vries races every race for the rest of the season. Okay. Uh, they put Ricardo in the car for 24, and if he does okay. well against Sonoda, Ricardo goes in for Perez in 25. What happened to Perez? Retires, his, his goes somewhere up. else, goes his Aston Martin? At the end of 24. 
Alonso retires and he goes to Aston Martin. Potentially. Could go back to Aston. Could go down For, to Is Haas. that a third time? No. It was Hulkenberg that Only went back second. to Force India, yeah. Yeah. But I just think Ricardo would probably take being the second driver at Red Bull again now. Even though he didn't want to take that in 2018, of course. Um, I but, think he yeah. would abs- I think as well there wouldn't be the pressure on Red Bull's side now of completely gearing everything to Max either oh yeah because I wonder if he'd be able to have a fairer fight I mean maybe that's lose. the downfall of Max Verstappen uh, uh, yeah against. probably he probably <laughs> would to be completely like right now but I don't see it as an absolute impossible that he could get back to fighting Max in equal machinery I think it would be impossible. Ricardo's thirty-three now. Yeah. So by the time he's back in Red Bull in twenty-five, according to my narrative, he's thirty-five. Thirty-five, yes. And Max Verstappen's twenty-seven in his absolute prime. Twenty-seven. Couple more world championships on the board. Yeah. Starting to think about what else he wants to do. Yeah, that's the thing. If Rick- if Verstappen's not pulling our legs, and his retirement threats in twenty twenty-eight are actually real. Then of course Ricardo's suddenly number one at Red Bull, and that's perfect. It's so weird, and maybe it's because I'm not a fan of Max, but I do, I can genuinely see a world where he goes, of one, four world championships. Because again, the end of the day for Max, of course, he's been very, very clever with this. Obviously, a lot of people are going, you know, he has absolutely and I'm not going to say he hasn't at all, <laughs> he has absolutely got the potential to break basically every record that yeah. Formula 1's ever had if he wanted to, yeah if he wanted to, but that relies on two things one, he came as a sport as a teenager you know, yeah. 17 he yeah. might be able to do that simply for the fact he could have a career that spans more than 20 years like, if he goes up to I have old Alonso is now, he could have a 25-year yeah. Formula yeah. 1 career, which is mad. And two, it's whether Red Bull can keep providing him with the cars to yeah. dominate. That's the thing I think well. Max is very clever in knowing he does not want his reputation tarnished just because, you know, if he, can't, if he physically can't get to seven world titles because he's just not given seven cars good enough or he can't get to however many wins Lewis Hamilton ends up with, and I really hope it's not 103 uh, before his retirement. That, I think, is why Max is trying to be very careful with this. And, of course, the other fact is, you know, he started Formula 1 at 17. Perhaps he does want to do other things with his life. You know, it would not surprise me if he thought, you know what, I fancy going for that triple crown. If I've got four world championships at that point, I've already proved myself in Formula 1. Let's go match uh, Graham Hill's record. Let's yeah. go do IndyCar or Le Mans or, you know, race with my dad or just sit around and enjoy play FIFA for the rest yeah. of his life. Do it. <laughs> why, I mean, not? why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I get the feeling he's trying to pretend like F1 doesn't own oh, him. Abs- he likes to pretend <laughs> that he doesn't care and you know full well oh, he yeah. goes... He must go to bed every night trying to calculate if I win this many races for this many <laughs> seasons, it'll be this Grand Prix where I match Lewis. Well, even absolutely, the, he goes to the bed. The 2021 season, that. where the whole year he was like, "I don't really care. It championship doesn't change my life." And then when he yeah, won started, it, it was crazy. started throwing that away towards the end, didn't he? For someone who didn't care. And then when he won it, he went absolutely mental. Exactly. Like, of course, he exactly. Cares. He does. Of course, he cares. <laughs> like every single driver cares, but Max tries to play it off in a way that. I don't. Yeah, I don't think either of us buy, do we? And I think sadly a lot of people do. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's very, very clever by him as well. Don't get me wrong. It is. None of, none of us are buying it, mate. 
Like you care, yeah. you care a lot. Yeah. Um, we have ranted about Red Bull. We have we have ranted and rambled. <laughs> Red Bull are a great filler at the moment. It's fantastic oh, yeah. every a lot going single on there. week. Um, a lot is it going time for a quiz? It is. It is my turn, and I'm gonna Just... do the old Uno reverse card on you, and oh, give no. you one of your classics that you keep asking me all season. So. Just the Austrian Grand Prix this weekend. No, okay. no Styrian Grand no Prix. No Styrian Grand Prix or anything, no. Uh, so you are going to just you take us back as far as you can go. Oh, in, no. In Austrian Grand Prix winners. And I will help okay. you when there was a gap in time if you get that far. Yes, that's fine. So, so just Austrian Grand Prix. Just Prix's. the Austrian Grand Prix, starting with 2022. I was about to say 2023 Charles Leclerc, but of course that's this year. <laughs> uh, 2022 Charles Leclerc. Yes. 2021, Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. 2020, Valtteri Bottas. Doing well. 2019, Max Verstappen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I've panicked then because you've been <laughs> uh, 2018, Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. 2017, that was Valtteri Bottas. It was. I, I honestly panicked then. I that said that jump far more confidence. Yes, well, it wasn't a jump start, though, was it? That was the thing. That was. Absolutely wild. In. Uh, 2016, <laughs> Lewis Hamilton, the only Austrian Grand Prix won. Yep, and he shouldn't have. Uh, clearly, you don't check my channel, Jamie, because I literally did a quiz about this today. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> 2015, Rosberg. 2014, Rosberg. The, then that, we then go, there was a big gap. Then there was a big gap. 2002? 03 was the Oh, it was 03, was it? Um... I mean, this one's difficult. Because, of course, 2003 was an absolute wild season as well. Um, I mean, I, I've i got a sense... I mean, let's be fair, it could be either the McLarens, Williams, or Ferraris. So I've kind of got to take a punt here, haven't I? I don't know why, and I know you can tell me this is wrong because I know it's going to be. But I'm saying Juan Pablo Montoya. That is incorrect. Yeah, sadly. Knew it. was it Michael? Uh, it was Michael Schumacher. Oh, I should have gone with safe. <laughs> you should have gone safe. Uh, he only won it from Raikkonen by three seconds. Montoya. I thought you were going to say he only won it from like P14 or something. It was like one of his best drives that I completely <laughs> forgot about. Uh, he won it from pole, dead. Uh, Montoya okay. retired from third on the grid. Ah. I think that okay. was the O'Dear year though. So he did something. I thought that was two thousand and one. Maybe that was oh one. It was oh one or oh three. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got as far as I used to do. Something with horns. Yeah, a horse with horns. Yeah, Yeah, a horse with horns. Uh, You got as far as I usually do, but exactly. I'm impressed with two thousand and three. There was no race for ten years in the middle of that. But still got back to two thousand and three, mate. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Yeah, no, there you did go. make me chuckle with that because, like I said, I literally did a quiz today about which year Verstappen didn't win the Belgian, uh, the Austrian. So you've done Grand your Prix. research. You've been brushing. And it up. tomorrow's quiz is which year did Hamilton win the Austrian yeah. Grand Prix? Yeah, won it by uh, turning into Rosberg at the second corner. I don't think he did though, did he? <laughs> I think Rosberg tried to go backwards around the Osterreich ring from years beforehand. Um, Two of the closest ever Formula One circuit locations. Fun fact: which two? Uh, the the Austria, the Red Bull Ring, and the uh, the Zolt Ring, or whatever it was called. The Zolt Zoltweg Airfield. Yes. Oh, sweet! Li- literally across the road. 
to wow. the closest Formula One tracks in terms of location. Can you name uh, the t- the track closest to our current Formula One track in the 2023 season? What a track in use. A former track and closest. a current track. I mean, the UK is quite small. Uh, I mean, Donington must be quite close to Silverstone. Is that right? No. No. Um, <laughs> this is such. A, this is, I mean, it's such a stupid question, Jamie, because you're gonna hate me running. Oh, I mean, it's, oh, it's um, I, I Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Caesar's Palace in Vegas, four hundred yards. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a, that's uh, so. I've done as well as you have on this week's quiz. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Predictions. I think then. Yeah. Last thing we have got to do then is predictions, isn't Which it? We didn't update um, last week. So obviously, Canada. We didn't. Doing. Yeah, we didn't do a Canada post show, so I think we both scored six points though. We did, uh, which, which Jamie was very unhappy about because I was. Well, I got the correct podium, but Hamilton Alonso the wrong way around. Yeah, uh, which so only I only got afterwards. Yes, yeah, you were adamant you you got the first perfect weekend. I thought I'd got eight out of eight, and then we went and watched it back, and I hadn't. So no, yeah. exactly, fun time. So it's thirty to Jamie, twenty-five to myself. Then, um, no, of course, we have got thirty-one, twenty-six. Oh, sorry, I can't add six, can I? I was adding five to both. You've <laughs> um, got an extra two points this weekend, of course, because it is a sprint race, Jamie. We're not doing sprint um, pole. We really don't care. We Are we not doing sprint pole? I don't pole? think we did sprint pole before. I don't maybe, think we did sprint maybe. pole last time, but do we want to do sprint pole? We no, can change not. things up, Jamie. Let's not. So we're not doing sprint pole? No. Okay. <laughs> so this makes things even more complicated then. because It also might rain some of the again sessions. after yeah, years yeah, of it never raining in F1. Yeah. It's now raining all the time. Apparently. 2013 didn't have a single wet race, did it? No. They did start an Inters in Malaysia, but it didn't. Yeah. It wasn't This is a random fact for you all as well, in case yeah. you wanted to know. Yeah. Uh, right. So, eight points then up for grabs this... No, ten points, sorry, up for grabs this weekend. So, we're going pole Saturday morning, um, sprint win, and top three. Correct? Uh, yes. It is actually Wonderful. due to rain a little bit, on, especially on Saturday. Okay. So... Okay. Could be an interesting one. It's not going to be though. Max, Max, Max. Um, <laughs> Sergio. I mean, do I just do the same three as I did last week? It scored me good points. Um, yeah, let's go for it. Max, Max, Max. Sergio Lewis. <laughs> That's so dead. That's so, so dead. Boring. I'm so gonna good. mix it up. Okay. Uh, Nico Elkenberg. I'll go. Max on proper pole. Yep. I'll go Fernando Alonso to win the sprint race. Okay. Wet race okay. in Austria. You heard it here first. I Max like this. To have issues in the in the sprint quali. I and like this. Max win on Sunday. Oh, of course. With Alonso P two. And okay. Do I throw a stroll in there? No. <laughs> oh, a stroll won't get a podium this year, surely. I think we'll get one at some point, surely. No, he, the thing is, like Alonso's got a podium on all but one race so far this year. Stroll's never even looked... Well, he's only ever looked close to it once, and that was as he flew off into the gravel trap yeah. at Albert Park. Yeah. <laughs> he looked once. He looked close once for about two seconds. Uh, yeah, for all of 30 Max yards. Max win, Alonso second. Sh- George Russell. George Russell? Almost said I mean, Charlotte George Claire. Russell. Yeah. Okay. So we so it's Max 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 Perez Lewis uh Max Alonso Max Alonso Alonso Russell. Russell. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Has George got a podium this year? 
I think he had one. Has he's he? Had yeah, one. Uh, Spain, Spain. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I Hasai's thought I had, had seen one. him with the trophy. No, but Ocon has. That's funny. Yeah, it's bizarre. Isn't it? <laughs> bizarre. Actually, did Science get no? Did you know Science is the only no. driver to qualify in the top five every race this season? He is. He's been brutally consistent qualifier. Just always. Um, she was always fifth. fifth. Basically, <laughs> Alonso has the highest average grid position as well. Uh, not anymore. Max he's has toppled that again. In 2012, but Red Bull's just too fast. I think Max has toppled that again. Now. Oh, is he? I think he's brought his average just below Alonso's. That again. was an old stat from before Canada. Yeah, it was exactly. Yeah. Um, but there we go then. I mean, it's it's been quite a rambly show as always, but it's what you guys <laughs> have come to know and love uh, from ourselves. Thank you all as always so much for listening. Uh, we're going to be trying to do a bit more with the show over the coming weeks and months. Um, so pre-warning for all of you, or for the... Sorry, let me just double-check on the numbers. Currently, 40, uh, 40, 40, 40, 45 of you uh, that are on the Knowing Wheel podcast clips channel, in air quotes. Uh, we're going through now. This is kind of like a bit of a PSA that I'm sure we'll mention in the future. Um the plan we're looking at doing for 2024 and onwards is potentially shifting the show away from the main channel and just it exclusively going up over there. So at the moment, we're trying to get the entire archive of Knowing Wheel up onto that second channel. So, you know, if you do obviously enjoy the show each week, you know, you are listening each week, you'd be greatly appreciated if you would drop us a sub over there. There's a link to it uh, down in the description below. Uh, but I will put out forewarning when all 120 episodes are ready to go, <laughs> because the plan is to just dump them all public in one night. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is going to be so stay quite off difficult. At 3 stay off YouTube at 3am one Tuesday morning, because your sub feed's going to be full. You have 120 episodes of your favourite Formula 1 show. Um, but yeah, we're working on a few little bits and pieces that we've, we're trying to introduce behind the scenes. Uh, but thank you all so much, as always, for listening. If you have enjoyed, please do make sure you leave a like. Get yourself subscribed. Like we said, follow us on all the various social media bits. Uh, and yeah, we'll be back next week then. We've got we've got double race weekend, haven't we, Jamie? We uh, have. we obviously, we've got Austria. We've then got to do Austria post-show before then we dive in with a Silverstone pre-show as well. So all good fun. And hopefully you'll come back and listen again. <laughs>